Somebody once said, a liberal's paradise would be a place where everybody has guaranteed employment, free comprehensive health care, free education, free food, free housing, free clothing, free utilities, and only law enforcement has guns. And believe it or not, such a place does indeed exist. It's called prison. When you consider what the current progressive socialist political leaders are pushing for, this sums up just what America would be like under socialist communist rule. Government supplying everything and having all the guns. Continuing with the theme, what is the America you want to live in and have your children and grandchildren grow up in? Consider this. Our current Congress has 95 members that are directly connected to the communist socialist movement. So my question is, do you think America should abandon its capitalist economic system in exchange for socialist based system? Now, before you answer that question, please consider this. True socialists advocate a completely classless society where the government controls all means of production and distribution of goods. Socialists believe that this control is necessary to eliminate competition among the people and put everyone on a level playing field. Karl Marx describes socialism as a transitioning stage from capitalism to communism. Now think about that for one minute. A society where everybody is exactly the same, with government having all power and having full control over all methods of production. Is that what you truly want? Do you really like the idea that there could ever be a time where everybody is exactly the same because government says that they have to be? Can you with all honesty believe for one minute that government would do a better job of overseeing production than the current free enterprise system does? To get an understanding of just how poorly government runs things, consider this. The U.S. Postal System just posted a $4 billion loss despite their operating costs being subsidized in many instances. If you think that socialism is the answer, I would suggest you look into the lifestyle of people who currently live under true socialist communist forms of government. If you truly believe that you would be better off with the government having all the power and control to run your life, that they could provide for you better than you could provide for yourself, I think you should consider visiting Venezuela or China or Russia or North Korea for at least one year and see if that fits what you think life should be like. Now notice I said visit, because I believe that after living under the rule of socialism communism, you will gladly return to this country with a newfound respect for capitalism and all it brings to society and you will become a crusader to open the eyes to your fellow countrymen. Margaret Thatcher once said, socialism is a great idea until you run out of other people's money. I believe there's a lot of truth in that statement. Here's another question for you to ponder. If you had $1 million and had to give it to either the government to spend, which would take them less than six seconds, as our federal government spends almost $7 million per minute, or you could give it to an entrepreneur with a proven track record of running successful businesses with all the profits returned to you, where would you spend that $1 million? Now we've all seen firsthand just how inefficient, bloated, dysfunctional, and corrupt our government is. What would ever convince you that giving them more money and more power would somehow magically make everything right and everybody equal? I believe it is wrong as well as a disservice when we are constantly being told that big business is bad. Is there a level of greed and unethical behavior with some big businesses? 
Absolutely. Just as there are with small businesses. But in spite of their thought faults, private businesses create millions of jobs that in turn affords us the opportunity to pursue our happiness. The difference between business being corrupt and greedy is that you can always choose to not deal with them, where that whereas there is no escaping government greed and corruption. Now for the record, the next time you hear about government creating jobs, listen very carefully to how they do it. It is not by producing a product or a service. No, it's usually by not stealing as much from a business through tax breaks and saying that this will allow the company to have more money to hit, hire more people. Ta-da, they've created jobs. Or one of my favorites is when they create a need for new government program and then hire people to fill the need that they created. Now save the best for last. They create a department that creates regulation, which requires businesses to hire people to ensure that they comply with the regulations. I absolutely love it when big government spenders say how much a tax break for the people will cost the government. That is like a robber robbing you and taking half of your money then complaining that you cost him money because he didn't take all your money. Some of the many tactics employed by the socialist communist movement is to create class envy as well as a feeling of entitlement. Now let's talk about entitlement. When our founding fathers drafted the Declaration of Independence and spoke of inalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, they did not believe that you were entitled to happiness, but you were entitled to pursue it. Now make no mistake about it. Your pursuit of happiness should never ever entitle you to the fruits of someone else's labor. I point these things out because tactics employed by the socialist communist movement to destroy America is to make statements and promises which you which do not hold up under close investigation. Think for a minute. How can anything really be free? Free healthcare, housing, food, clothing, education, All these items require people, and people require payment for their services rendered. Is it possible that one entity, in this case the government, should have control over the method of production of all our essential needs? The thought of that is so scary that I'm sure once you consider it, you too will have second thoughts about turning that kind of control over to the government. Now even though we know that our government is corrupt, bloated, dysfunctional, and inefficient, Remember, it costs $12,600 per year for every man, woman, and child in the country. One of the most disturbing trends taking place is the push toward socialism. Now let that sink in for a moment. People are actually buying into the idea that somehow our corrupt, inefficient, dysfunctional, bloated government would be able to better serve us with free stuff if we just give them more money and power. I don't believe that for a moment and quite frankly I think if most people would think about that prospect they too would not buy into it. Unfortunately, far too many people are being sucked into believing government is the answer to everything. Let's face it. What's not to like about a government that says it will provide you with all your needs if you just elect the right people? Now ask yourself what you think the role of government should be. Should your government have more control over you than you have over yourself? Should they be more powerful than the total sum of the people? Should they have the ability to use that power to further expand their power and suppress the rights of the people? Should an individual or group of individuals have the ability to use the power of government to force their desires, dreams, visions and ambitions on you?
And more importantly, should these individuals be able to use government to take the fruits of your labor to support those desires, dreams, visions, and ambitions? This, in a nutshell, is what socialism proposes. Give us all your money, let us control everything, and everything's going to be just fine. P.J. O'Rourke said it best. Giving money and power to government is like giving whiskey and car keys to teenage boys. We need to step back and take stock of just how much power our federal government has been allowed to assume through our own ignorance, greed, and selfishness. We must own up to our neglect in being vigilant and keeping government in check, which has afforded them the wherewithal to amass the level of power and control they currently exercise over our lives. The current battle for the soul of America comes down to the fundamental difference between the policy and visions of progressive socialists and that of conservative capitalists. I firmly believe that the single greatest difference between a conservative capitalist and a socialist progressive is the socialist progressive's dreams, desires, ambitions, and visions require they use the power of government to force you into helping them achieve their goals. While a conservative capitalist is independent and basically says, I don't want anything from my government or from you, just leave me alone and let me pursue my happiness through the actions I take. Which one are you? Which one do you want your children and your grandchildren to be? More important, what is the America that you want to live in and have your children and your grandchildren grow up in?